The third dimension of foolishness demonstrated by the five foolish virgins in Matthew 25 is the foolishness of sleeping when things are not in order. The foolishness of sleeping when things are not in order. Matthew chapter 25 verse 5 But while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. While the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. Although they had no oil, the virgins slept as though everything was fine. In the Old Testament, we read about Jonah who disobeyed God's command. Instead of going to Nineveh to do the will of God, he sailed towards Tashish. Towards Tashish. And even when God raised a storm to warn him, he was sleeping. He was sleeping in the midst of the storm. He was sleeping as though everything was in perfect order. Fake peace. Fake peace peace. Many people just pretend as though everything is in order. It's a dimension of spiritual foolishness to sleep, to relax, to rest when things are not in order. There are people who know that their home is falling apart, yet they are sleeping. Their calling is falling apart. Yet they are sleeping. They understand very clearly that their spiritual life, their prayer life, their relationship with God is falling apart. Yet they ignore it. And they are relaxing like the ostrich which buries his head in the sand even when danger is fast approaching. Friends, it's a dimension of spiritual foolishness. To sleep when things are not in order. To sleep when things are not in order with God is to position yourself for the danger that we follow. That is not a good sleep. It is a kind of sleep described in Psalm 13 verse 3 as the sleep of death. The five foolish virgins probably saw the wise virgins sleeping and therefore forgot about their own need for oil and decided to sleep like the wise. One serious demonstration of foolishness is the deception of comparing yourself to someone else and trying to imitate them when you have not put in the same amount of labor into the kingdom. Yes, To be sleeping because others are sleeping is a high level of foolishness, I repeat. To compare yourself with another and think you are doing fine because they are fine is foolishness. When I was a campus student, I tried as much as possible to maximize my time. So I studied and worked on my assignments at every opportunity. Sometimes I put in many extra hours when no one was watching. I would even go to the church about four hours before meetings, four hours, and spend most of my hours praying and studying my school books. Some who were not wise enough tried to compare themselves 
without knowing my many hours of private labor. Many of them failed woefully. Be honest with yourself. The greatest treasure or the greatest gift you can give to yourself is the gift of honesty. Be honest with yourself. Where are you at? I've seen many believers, many Christians, many people who pretend to be where they are not spiritually. And friends, the implication and the cost of this pretense was too high for them to pay. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself. Those who compare themselves to others are regarded as unwise in the Bible because one person can do certain things spiritually does not guarantee the fact that you can do it also if you have not put in the same amount of labor or even more, more, more labor. Be honest with yourself. Those who compare themselves to others are regarded as unwise in the Bible. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5 says, For we dare not class ourselves or compare ourselves with those who commend themselves. But they, measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves, are not wise. The foolishness of sleeping when things are not in order. Friends, check your heart. Check your life. Check your relationship with God. Check your relationship with your husband. Check your relationship with your wife. Check your relationship with the people of God, the people that God has surrounded you with. Check yourself and be honest. Are things in order? Stop pretending. When things are not in order, seek the Lord and seek for help at the right time. The fourth dimension of foolishness displayed by these five foolish virgins is the foolishness of doing the right thing at the wrong time. The foolishness of doing the right thing at the wrong time. Matthew chapter 25 verse 9 to 12. But the wise answered saying, No, lest there should not be enough for us and you. But go rather to those who said, and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came. And those who were ready went in with him to the wedding. And the door, the door was shut. Afterward, the other virgins came also saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered, and said, Assuredly I say unto you, I do not know you. One of the greatest challenges in our world today is that we have a lot of people doing the right thing at the wrong time. Fasting, praying, seeking God at the wrong time. They miss the right timing. They miss the hour of their visitation. They miss the moment, their Kairos moment. They miss that time set apart for them. Oh, but one of the most dangerous things that can happen to a man mm, is to do the right thing 
at the wrong time. There was no wrong in going to buy the oil, but the timing was absolutely wrong. The timing, the timing. Jesus said, I, will, I must do the work of him that sent me while it is day, for the night cometh when no man can walk again. Friends, people of God, there is a time a time frame allocated to that divine assignment allotted unto you. That is a time frame. The scripture says, now is the time, the day of salvation. That is a time frame attached to every kingdom assignment and responsibility. It is up to you to do the right thing at the right, right, right time. It is up to you to do the right thing at the right time. Buying the oil was not wrong, but the timing was absolutely wrong. Dear friends, these questions might be useful to ponder over. Are you guilty of procrastination? Do you keep for tomorrow what God wants you to do today? What about the calling of God upon your life? The things God has been asking you to do. The song the Lord is asking you to record. The book the Lord is asking you to write. The ministry the Lord is asking you to do. How long will you keep procrastinating? How long? Where is the sense of urgency that will make you do quickly that which God has called you to do? The master's work requires haste. The work of the kingdom must be done with the uttermost urgency it deserves. Do not keep for tomorrow what God wants you to do today. Whatever the Lord has stirred up in your heart, brother, get to work. Sister, get to work. Do not look to the right or look to the left. Do not seek for motivation from any man. Look up to the hills from where cometh your help. Take a step of faith and do what God wants you to do. It is a dimension of deep foolishness to keep for tomorrow what God wants you to do today. These people were foolish not because they went to buy the oil, but because they went at the wrong time. What were they waiting for? Why must you wait for signs? Why must you wait? What are you? What sign are you waiting for before going out to do what God has called you to do? Now is the time. The time is coming where you will have the oil, but the door will be closed. They got the oil, but the door was shut. They got the oil, but at the expense, at the expense of their eternity with God. Do you keep for tomorrow? what God wants you to do today? What do you need to do for God that is still pending? This is a question to you. What do you need to do for God? What are the issues that God wants you to deal with in your life that you are still holding on to? What is the ministry that God has placed in your heart that you are still waiting, lingering around, waiting for someone to encourage you to do what God has assigned unto you. What are you waiting for? It is dangerous. It is foolishness to do the right thing at the wrong time. May the Lord help us. If you are listening to me, you are a wife, this may be your opportunity 
to put things right and do the right thing at the right time. If you are a husband, this is your opportunity to do the right thing at the right time. If you are a pastor, a teacher, a singer, a prophet, an apostle, you are in a relationship. Friends, this is your opportunity to do the right thing at the right time. It is foolishness to do the right thing at the wrong time. Lord Jesus, I ask you, Lord, to intervene for us. Step in for us. Help us to do the right thing at the right time. Realign us, Holy Spirit. Reconfigure us. Restructure us. Enable us. Empower us. Embolden us. And fill us with your spirit to do the right thing at the right time. Come against that procrastinating spirit. Come against that spirit that makes men and women to keep for tomorrow what God wants them to do today. I decree that that which you have deposited on the inside will begin to flourish, will begin to find expression. I decree in the name of Jesus that we will no longer compare ourselves with others. We will no longer sleep when things are not in order. We will no longer do the right thing at the wrong time. May we be like the sons of Issachar who had understanding of the times and seasons. And they know what Israel ought to do. They know what Israel ought to do at the right time. And all their brethren were at their command. Lord, help us. Lord, help me. Lord, help your children. In Jesus' name. Amen. Sweeter he 